Welcome back to your favorite sports podcast, Clocks on the Stove. Champions, we've got a special episode today. We are going to be giving a preview of what we believe is going to happen with the Super Bowl. Anything and everything we think you should know about it and maybe some more. Your usual host, myself, Grayson Fisher, alongside my partner in crime, Mr. Zach Watts. Today, our special guest, been working to get him on for a while. You know, conflict of, of you know, schedules stopped that from happening. But today we got on Mr. Tyler Peterson, an aspiring stand-up comedian in the Atlanta area. Check out his Instagram at Ty P Comedy. Tyler, thanks for joining us today, man. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, I listen to you guys probably on repeat throughout my entire day, just headphones in. Oh, I'm yeah. trying to stay off the porn, so you guys have like really been like filling in that sort of time for me. Uh, so I love you guys. Uh, I'm yeah. glad to know that means that's a good thing and not a bad thing, you know, because it's a dopamine yeah. release. Um, let's let's start off. Let's dive into this game. You know, we have we talked about the AFC and NFC championship uh, breakdowns a lot two weeks ago last week. Um, yeah. But we wanted Eagles Bengals. We got Eagles Chiefs. Still a good game. Still think the Eagles were the best team in the NFC. We got the both teams coming in at 14 and three game Sunday, 630 on Fox. Our Super Bowl will have Philadelphia as a minus one and a half favorite. Zach Watts, you want to start us off on what people should know and what you, how you think both teams need to approach this game to succeed? Yeah, so I think we can address the pretty obvious um, storylines that we've heard all week pretty much. We've heard about Andy Reid facing his former team that he also brought to the Super Bowl. So that's an interesting thing to look at. Also, you know, sorry to interrupt you. His first game as a coach of the Eagles was in the stadium. Damn. So yeah. it all comes full circle in this wonderful thing we call life. But regardless, you know, that's just one little aspect of it. Uh, outside of that, you know, we do have, um, for the first time ever, surprisingly, two uh, black quarterbacks featured on both the teams in the Super Bowl and Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes. So that's always nice to see. And I and think it's Black um, History Month, right? And it is Black History Month, oh, so awesome. so keeps getting better there. And then our last aspect, oh yeah, the Kelsey brothers. How could I forget? You know, not like it's been shoved down my throat for the past two and a half weeks. Yeah, I know. I feel like that has been promoted more than the actual fucking Super Bowl. Yeah, they might as well just like not even have a Super Bowl. They should just have like a. It's just like they should cancel the game and then just say like, yeah, we're actually doing like a keeping up with the Kardashians, but it's actually keeping up with the Kelseys, and then just like. <laughs> roll with that for like the next like season and a half and see how that and does. It's just, I, fucking, it's just Travis Kelsey rising all day. It's just like, yeah. And then they randomly cut to Jason and he's just doing Walmart choirs with his team. And he's just singing Christmas carols for whatever the fuck he does in his spare time. <laughs> ah, I don't fucking know, but regardless, um, these are all extra activities outside of the game for the game itself. You know, I think these teams don't really need to change that much what they've been doing all year. It's not like they're going to, completely pull any tricks out of the bag well Sirianni might he's known for kind of his bag of tricks but you know Andy Reid's kind of always been this offensive guru this mastermind kind of scheming their way into victories so I'm gonna expect them to use the same key players they've used used all year um that being Travis Kelsey Isaiah Pacheco um and McKinnon out of the backfield so you know their bag of tricks and whatnot but as for the eagles jalen hurts you know been counted out pretty much all year people still don't respect him as a quarterback i'm very high on him i always have been a great leader great quarterback has made all the necessary strides to lead his team to where they are at and you know with the additions that they brought in such as aj brown dallas Goddard's played extremely well 
you know, their offensive line playing stout defense speaks for itself. You know, they just seem to have everything they need to make a run at this Super Bowl. And, you know, they're the, I think they're the team to beat going into this game. I don't think they should be the underdogs at all. So if you had to take my opinion, I'm going to take them one in this game. Just give it the easy line. Mr. Tyler Peterson, your, your thoughts and comments. I mean, let me just say, uh, Zachary, you have a you got a future in this, my friend. Your voice you is, much. I mean, audiobook quality. Your That's lighting just, he is has great. a nice microphone and, and camera. Okay, don't don't gas up his skill there. <laughs> Yo, this man glazing me right now. This man glazing. <laughs> uh, so you guys wanted the Bengals. Yeah, I really wanted, wanted the Bengals. Bengals. Yeah, I wanted the Bengals, Bengals. game. Is that because you uh, you guys identify with Joe Burrow more than the other quarterbacks? Um, no, I just – I think the Bengals got fucked, and I also think it would have been a more intriguing matchup if it was Bengals-Eagles, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, didn't I, the Bengals almost, like, fucking kill a guy? I mean, I mean yeah. Yeah, they technically. did. They did, technically. Technically. <laughs> and you guys were rooting for the – I mean, hey, I get, you know. Hey. I'm it just was saying, a I, clean hit. It was clean. Yeah, it was clean. It was yeah. a clean hit. Yeah. I respect it. I respect it. Yeah. No hate is what it is. But oh, yeah, it's a, it a clean hit. A bit of a flop. A flop. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. But you got, oh, you got, wait. So even before you think, even before the like Bengals Chiefs games, you guys still wanted the Bengals? Uh, yeah, I didn't, I don't really care for the Bills at all. And I like the Chiefs and I like Andy Reid a lot, but I kind of wanted to see Joe Burrow get there again. Yeah. I think, my whole thing going into it was, um, you know, the Bengals were never a team that was expected to be in that position that they were in last year, making it to the Super Bowl. A lot of people, they had just come off, like, I think like a 4-11, 4-12 season, just not good at all. Somehow, very next year, make it all the way to the Super Bowl, always counted out every game, play extremely close, just end up falling short to a stacked Rams team. So coming into this year, you know, I kind of felt like they were the team to make strides. Remember, they didn't start off well. They started off pretty shitty. Yeah, no, they caught up in the second half of the season. Yeah, um, kind of a wake up call kind of deal. But I'm on, I'm on board with Grayson. You know, the Bills. I always thought they were fraudulent just because I thought Josh Allen kind of hides a lot of the issues that they have on that team. Even given he attributes to some of their issues with his turnover issues. But aside from that, you know, I, I'm only a one dynasty kind of guy. My dynasty fell and died with the Patriots. So there's no way I'm just going to hop bandwagons over to the Chiefs. So there's no way I can just. Zach's one of the biggest uh, Patriot and Tom Brady meat riders you're going to meet, Tyler. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it don't, you know. You wish, you, wish you were his son? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking smooch. I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Big old, big old smooch for some Tom Brady right there. I'd All smooch right, Tyler, him to get what, 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 what are you thinking about what? this game? How are we thinking about this game? How are we feeling? I mean, it's hard to think about the game after Tom Brady posted those sexy pics on Twitter, but uh, I'd have – I mean, personally, I want the Eagles because I want the the streets of Philadelphia to go crazy. Yeah, that'd be sick. Kansas City, nothing exciting is going to happen. You know, after the Eagles won the, uh, the NFC Championship, I saw a video of a guy standing on a light post with his pants down soft penis just fucking wagging it you can find that on twitter yeah that's how happy he was they won that game and i think when i think when the eagles won uh the super bowl they had 
I mean, they climb, they climb the lamp posts, and they just well, they immediately agree. collapse. What do, yeah, what they do now is because um, the the Phillies just made the World Series this year, this last year. They grease them up now, so people can't climb up them. They, just, they get they on there, just, climb up. They slide. No, they, figure, they figure it out. They, they figure just, it out. I think they run like probably like fifteen people at once, and then like even if you slide down, if you could just get like run up the people really quick and get to the top. <laughs> yeah. Um, some breaking news for us just because the NFL awards are taking place right now. Yeah, who, who's um, going to the Hall of Fame? Uh, I don't know that yet. I will say this. Um, Justin Jefferson just took home the Offensive Player of the Year. Um, he finished this season with – Wait, really? Uh, league best 1,800 yards. Yeah. Uh, and eight TDs. Dude, just phenomenal this year. He did play extremely well. He did lead the league in receiving yards. Um, You know, I, I couldn't really think of – a second one off the top of my head right now. If I've looked through all the stats, I probably could. But you know, I think I think that's well deserved for him. You know, I mean, if you look at the record and what they did this year, the Vikings were good. It's just you know, playoffs are very good at exposing teams. And uh, additional breaking news: Nick Bosa has won the Defensive Player of the Year. Okay. Um, like yeah, he let's see, led the league with eighteen and a half sacks. So he they, was. Have a, they announced a uh, 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 rookie offensive and defensive player of the year? Um, I don't believe so. So this is like me, happening like right now, right now. Yes, this is happening uh, live. Uh, so, but everything should be released. So as we go through this pod, more and more will get released to me. Yeah, I'm kind of going to be our Woj for today, our Adam Schefter. I'm just going to have right. my phone on standby. Um, yeah, by the way, Tyler brought up an interesting point about like Philly fans going crazy. And that kind of reminded me, uh, we were in Tampa two years ago when the Bucks won the Super Bowl. And Tampa people kind of showed out a little bit, like maybe a little crazier than I expected us to. Cause I remember McDenton's. I like, I was like chilling, like, cause we were watching at your house, Grayson, and I just remember going on my phone, and people at like Soho were just throwing chairs and like a big ass. Bro, pile. they they fucking <laughs> tear gas people. Yeah, they were just like <laughs> tear gassing Soho. <laughs> like if you were to, if you were to videos, there's videos of our friends like recording themselves, like, holy shit, I'm tear gas, like throwing it up and like running, like they can't see, and they. Posted oh. on their own story, <laughs> dude. That guy's car that got stomped out in the morning. Yeah. Like he, imagine, I would be so pissed if I fucking woke up if I went to bed early, like a responsible human. I woke up and like there's just my car is just stomped out. There's footprints everywhere. Your hood smashed. Your windshield's gone. You try to call your insurance and they're like, "Well, shouldn't have let us win the Super Bowl, bud. Like figure it out." I do what agree. Do do? Uh, I like. I like. Like Tyler said, like Philly's a crazy party town, but like. Dude, those fans are such assholes. That's the problem. Is Philly is a shithole. Like I oh, yeah. love Jalen Hurts. I like Sirianni. I love Jason. I love the team. I just fucking hate Philly. But I yeah. want Jalen Hurts to win a Super Bowl like so bad. Um, I'm gonna give my take real quick because uh, Tyler just refused to give us his. Um, hold on, hold on. I'll, I'll say it real quick. I mean, I want the Eagles to win because Patrick Mahomes is gay and. The Philly fans are fucking white trash alcoholics. I want to see the I want to see the content after the dub. Uh, but I do think the Chiefs will probably win just because there's they should. Um, the way I'm looking at it, I think I, I'm tired of everyone saying like the Eagles aren't shit. They they won the NFC and they're in the fucking Super Bowl. They obviously are fucking good. Like it's not their fault they got the one seed for having the best record in the year, you know. Um also I'm tired of the Jalen Hurts hate. He's a dog. I love him. I liked him when he got fucked over by by Nick Saban, Alabama, went to Oklahoma. I also like Patty oh, and Andy well. Reid a lot too. 
I like Patty and Andy Reid a lot. We can go on yeah, that rant really another got... time. We can go on that rant another time, guys. We can go on that rant another time. But fucked over. What? Definitely got fucked over. He was shit in the bed in the national championship. Yeah, what? he played one <laughs> bad half in, in fucking twenty eight games, and then they just benched him. And then everyone has a bad half, dude. Okay, but what happened? They won, who's, right? Who's playing in the Super Bowl right now? Tua or, or Jalen Hurts? I oh, actually, sorry, uh, yeah, 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 I actually. Fuck up. But, I actually yeah, came I, on this podcast to try to break you guys up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to pit, pit you guys against each other. Oh, anyways, I'm with back, Zach on this one. Back, back to this real yeah. quick, though. I, I like Patty. I think one thing you guys both forgot to mention, too, both these quarterbacks are coming in this game banged up. Patty's ankle's fucked, and Jalen Hurts' shoulder's fucked. So those are definitely factors in the game, I think, especially in the second half, as like they start getting beat up and you know the pressure starts coming. Um, both of these defenses are underrated in my opinion. They're extremely physical and they're very good at, at reading the offenses with the similarity and style of the quarterbacks. I think that'll also help the defenses be a little more prepared, you know, because they're both got mobile quarterbacks. Yes. Jalen hurts is better at certain things than Patty and vice versa, but for the same, most extent, you know, they're both very mobile quarterbacks. I think it's going to be a really close game. And I really, really, really want the Eagles to win, but I think, I think the veteranism of Patty and this Chiefs team is what's going to be the difference. This isn't their first rodeo, you know. They're going to be comfortable here. They know what they're doing, and I think they're going to pull it away in the second half. And I think their, I think their depth of good players is better. I don't think the Eagles are bad. I think we're seeing a dynasty in the Chiefs that's been working for a while, and then we're seeing the beginning of a dynasty started in Philly. So they're just not there yet. Um, you bring up the topic of both quarterbacks being injured. You know, I say um, to, to like even the playing field, you just let both teams take a perk and then just like let them sort it out. And there's lemon gremlins. Yeah, just like yeah. You, you call it the perk bowl. Like you just see, and like I, I'm gonna be honest, if I had to put my money on what team plays better off a of perk, I'd say Philly is like. More yeah, like Philly it. would win. <laughs> Philly would win. Yeah, Philly's got more perk ability. If I'd say, yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, Jalen Hurts only has the—I mean, he has the shoulder injury, and yeah. nobody, nobody really knows like how he's really feeling at this point. But I mean, they say Patrick Mahomes has an ankle injury, but you know, late in the game when that injury should be at like its most aggravated, he makes a first down scramble. So I don't think Patrick Mahomes' injury really, really fucking matters for I mean, this dude, game. They're probably just fucking shoving perks down his mouth and cortisone in that bitch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's like, be honest. No, but at, like, like, not even jokingly. Like, actually, though, dude. Like, they're definitely giving him some fucking meds and shoving a needle in it, and they're like, it'll hurt a lot more tomorrow, but you can play today. Yeah. No, they were like saying how bad his ankle injury was, yet he sprinted 18 miles an hour with like supposedly one of the worst sprained ankles. Just took off like out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, mm, that that's all sucks to me. Now maybe it could just be whatever drugs Roger Goodell just made the call and he was like, all right, we're no longer testing for these substances. You better put them in him right now. Cause if he's not playing, we're fucked. Um, Cause you know, save the views. I respect it. Gotta save your product, do whatever you can. But at the same time, like I hate people that sit there and be like, Oh my God, like he's played through such an insane injury. Like it's crazy. Like we've seen countless players play through injury. Like it's no, the, happens worst, all the, time. the worst is like what we talked about last pod is when people were trying to say, like, like, treat Patty's injury. Like, oh, my God, he's so strong to play through. Like, he's this guy, he's that guy. And then fucking Brock Purdy tears his UCL. And they're like, and they he's such a pussy. Him. He's not playing. Like, like that's <laughs> so much worse. He literally can't use half of his arm. Yeah. Like, what what do you want him to do? And they're, uh, like, they're like, oh, Patty's so strong and blah, blah, blah. But Brock's a pussy. Like, what the fuck? 
Offensive Rookie of the Year just got announced. And? Garrett Wilson for the New York Jets. That one kind of caught me off guard. Was not ready for that. Um, I was thinking more Alave vibes. Yeah. Um, oh, no, or Isaiah Pacheco. Uh, no, I was going to say Kenneth Walker. Yes, um, but yes. he didn't play enough. But he didn't really yeah, he play, didn't play enough. enough so either. he may he may not have had the volume stats, but I think he was the best. Dude, are the Jets gonna team. get the offensive and defensive rookie of the year? Holy shit! If they do, damn, damn, that's got a bright that's got a bright future. I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna lie. Sauce um, Gardner has also certified him. By the way, that kid's fucking gross. Yeah, yeah, easily. Um. Yeah. What do you guys think the Jets do about their uh, little quarterback situation over there? I mean, so Aaron our Rodgers. first ever, uh, our first ever podcast we did, Tyler, was on the quarterback class, and which was Zach Wilson's, like right before the draft. That was our first ever pod we did, and on that pod, I said that I don't think Zach Wilson's that good. I think he got he exposed shitty teams during COVID, and he wasn't even the team captain on his own team. Like how if you're not even the best player on your own team, and I think it's showing. Like he didn't play no, he played fucking no one at BYU, no mm-hmm. one, mm-hmm. no. And I, I just never was big on him. I never thought he was that good. I think he's got a dog in him for fucking milfs, but I yeah, don't think he's, he's good over at there at milf manor. Well, I don't think he's yeah. that good at football. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that should have made us more wary of his playing ability because there's no way God can bless you with the ability to fuck milfs and be a good quarterback. Yeah, there's yeah. No, you gotta yeah, pick yeah. one or the other. Really, one yeah. or the other, dog. And God, one. God gave him a trial. God was like, "I'm presenting you. You either go to this practice and it's gonna change your life, or you're gonna fuck this milf. You think <laughs> you're never gonna start yeah. another game again? <laughs> yeah, how mad you think BYU hit him up and they found that out and they're like, yeah, Yo, you weren't like having premarital sex, right? Like, like those, 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 those are just rumors, right? Like they didn't even give a fuck that it was his, his mom's friend. They they only cared that like he wasn't actually having sex. No, 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 no. They definitely were just like six mission trips. You have to adopt at least eight hail marys. Eight hail marys. You have to adopt at least three children and then we can consider putting your name back up on the wall of mormons maybe uh, and then he was like wait is that wait is zach wilson mormon yeah he went to byu bro i uh, yeah but you can just go there for football i'm pretty sure he's, is he actually mormon he's from utah and everything yeah I think oh he's, i'm pretty sure he's mormon yeah yeah i'm pretty sure he's like damn dude the only thing worse than fucking your mom's best friend is being a fucking hypocrite yeah yeah <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, I was never that big on him, though. But, yeah, I, I, Tyler, let's bounce back off that question. What do we think the Jets are going to do? You can't rock a Wilson. It's, you guys, we know that's not the case. Do you think there's anyone in uh, the draft class that's worth going after, or do you think you wait a little? Uh, well, I know Aaron Rodgers said that I, I'm pretty sure inside sources say he's going to play for the Raiders or he's going to retire. Is what well, I he's saw. He's got to go on his four day ayahuasca trip first, and then he'll know. Whoa. Four well, weeks. no, I think, I think, I think four he's doing... weeks. No, I'm just fucking around. I don't oh, know that actually. It's four days. I think it's four days. I, I think he's just doing a four day, like, complete darkness and silence retreat. Yeah. yeah he's a fucking a weirdo. No food, just mm-hmm. water. Really? Yeah. I mean, that's what Yuri Pojak, you know, uh, do you follow him at all? You know, no. he he's this like what what is he Zach? What's his ethnicity? It's like it's like not Russia, but it's like basically fucking Russia, like one of those countries. I thought he was like Serb. I thought he was Serb. Was yeah, Serbian. Ukrainian. 
No, no, nah, he's no. A cert. He's, oh. a, I think he's a cert. Um, but he, after he won the UFC like heavyweight title, instead of like partying and celebrating, he locked himself in a pitch black room and just sat in it for three days and only drank water and nothing else. That's how he yeah. celebrated and what, the world champion. Yeah, and what did he's, he gain from it? Um, I, I guess know, the next spirits, step and yeah, towards enlightenment. It's it's like a spiritual thing, isn't it? Yeah, he's like big That's on like what Aaron Rodgers is doing like being like a next samurai. Week. Yeah, he, uh, four day like cleanse. Yeah, he's like big on like obtaining like spiritual enlightenment. Like when he became a world champion, like part of his journey was like obtaining like a true like I forget it's like a he's Nichiren, very like samurai, like samurai sword. Yeah, he's yeah. not like he's not like a he's not like an MMA brawler. He's like he's like a very like traditional martial artist, like samurai, like. He goes out in the woods and does like the screaming holds and shit. Like he's very like traditional. Yeah. So like mm. he, he wants to like have full control of his like mind, body, and spirit. He's like yeah. one of those guys. Mm. Um so more breaking I... Yes, I would like that. <laughs> uh more breaking news. I'll get well, I'll say this first. I'm a, I'm attaining spiritual enlightenment by just not jerking off. So we're just gonna obtain nice. that by like nice. we're just gonna see how long that lasts. Uh but oh nice, how long? Starting today, we're not, we're not all right, right. <laughs> all right, yeah. Uh, but the breaking news is uh, Sauce Gardner does win defensive rookie of the hey year. God, so the, the Jets got offensive and defensive rookie of the year. That's crazy, yes. So, yeah, they had a great draft. Answer the fucking question, Tyler. Answer the question. Where is <laughs> what is what was the question? The Jets <laughs> quarterback <laughs> situation. What pick do they have in the draft? Um, I don't know. Let's check. They don't have top 10, right? No, I don't think so. Because did what did they go nine and eight or something? Yeah, they like they like didn't do good enough to go to the playoffs, but they did too good to get a good draft pick. Yeah. Yeah, that's trash. Typical. Okay, the Jets are 13. 13? Uh, you know, maybe Anthony Richardson will be get around. Get the there. fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> maybe he'll be around. Get the fuck out of here, bro. That guy is no, – you can't no, he's draft not good. Zach Wilson and then be like, oh, Anthony Richardson's the answer now. But, but I mean, that is the most Jets move. I mean, if we're being yeah, honest. Yeah, I know. You're not wrong. Tyler, Tyler's, Tyler's not far off because, like, they're going to fall for the same shit. They're going to see his pro day. They're going to be like, holy shit, this guy runs and <laughs> slings it. And they're going to be like, holy shit. They're like, we found Zach Wilson, but better. And they're like, how? does nobody know about this guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's six foot five, two hundred thirty pounds. Yeah, like he runs extremely fast. And they're like, "Holy fuck, what are you doing? Like, what yeah, are you doing?" Is, that is true. Yeah. Um, I kind of want. I mean, you got cars going to be on the market. Jimmy G's going to be on the market. I don't think this quarterback class has like a must grab guy. Um, apparently, apparently, Will Levis. Yeah, apparently, I think the only guy. I mean, CJ Stroud needs to prove himself to me still, but I think Bryce Young's underrated. I, I, I wouldn't be mad if they took Bryce Young. I think they should just try to get a one-year deal guy, like a Jimmy G maybe, and uh, or maybe a two-year deal Jimmy G, Derek Carr kind of guy, and then um, try to get a guy in next year's quarterback draft. Because you have Jordan. Yeah, Bradley, I don't think – but I don't think – You'll have that kid from UNC. You have Caleb, Caleb Young. You have Bo Nix. I think it's a little deeper of a quarterback class. I don't, yeah, I don't think – oh, sorry, sorry. No, you're good. I'm That's still it. lost in thought a little bit. I was just going to say, I don't think Bryce Young is going to fall out of top three, fold the Jets. No, no, no. I know. I don't either. That's what I'm saying. If he's there, I wouldn't yeah. be mad if I took him. But I think you don't go quarterback in the draft. I think you build around a quarterback. 
like I said, get like a little veteran guy that's not like great, but you can get him for a decent price for two years. Get him a year. His second year, you have your rookie sit under him, and then you fucking tell him to kick rocks and you play the you play your new guy. I'd agree with that. Like that, I think that'd be good. Um, also, crazy. I wanted to just get back on the Kelsey story. You know, both of them were walk-ons at Cincinnati. They both played at Cincinnati. Mm. They both played. So Jason Kelsey, this is the, here's the story. Jason Kelsey went to fucking uh, – he went to Cincinnati as a walk-on running back. Then he gained a hundred and something pounds, and they put him on the O-line. And then his brother came two years later as a walk-on. Both earned scholarships. And something happened where Travis like got kicked off the team his sophomore year for smoking. And like Jason like vouched for him and they gave him another chance and like he like stuck to it and now they're both playing in the fucking Super Bowl against each other. Yeah. By vouch they mean um you're either gonna lose your two best players and suck, or you look away over a little Mary J and we're all gonna go be happy again. And they were like, Okay. Like, you kind of spit right. right there. Yeah. <laughs> I do indeed spit bars. Yeah, so I think that's just a cool story. I believe mom and dad are wearing a uh a Jason and Travis Cincinnati jersey at the Super Bowl. They will mm. not be wearing Eagles nor Chiefs. But mm. what num what numbers gonna be featured? One I think one's wearing a Jason's jersey and one's wearing Travis's jersey. See, um whatever one the mom's wearing is more important, personally. Personally. I'm more of a mama's boy myself. I like I like that uh I like that uh the Cincinnati So is uh sorry. No no say your words. I was gonna say so is Zach Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, indeed. Yeah, he is, he is. Indeed. Bazinga. Zach Watts and Zach Wilson. Yeah. Mama's boys. <laughs> um, what's it called? Yeah, another thing we were talking about before <clears throat> uh this pause started. Fucking Jackson Mahomes, dude. Him him and uh Patty's wife, they kept them they kept the clamps on him this year. They kept the clamps yeah. on him. Yeah, I didn't hear anything about I uh, now recently. They've been coming, the lights been coming back on. I think season's starting to end. So they're like slowly pulling them out of the cave. But I, they, I haven't heard anything. And I feel like last year was every week there was a new thing with one of those two. Yeah, definitely. Now, the way I think about it is like, I don't know if Patrick approached them because Patrick seems like a very non confrontational guy. Kermit like, the Frog. Yeah, Kermit over there does doesn't seem like a I'm gonna beat I'm gonna beat my wife. Like he just doesn't seem like he'd say that. Um but <laughs> Dana you know, maybe, White though. Yeah, Dana White or like an agent definitely like closed the door after Patty left for practice and they were like, We're gonna have a 10 minute talk. And they're like, This is what's gonna happen. They're like, We're gonna let you go ape shit in the off season, but you have to shut the fuck up. For like <laughs> for the 18 weeks of regular season. Yeah, for the 18 <laughs> weeks of regular season, they're like, we better not hear a fucking peep, a word. They're like, don't dance on Sean Taylor's memorial. Yeah, don't, holy shit, that was so bad. Don't stop screaming. My, my guy's renegating on fucking Sean Taylor's retired. No, oh my god. Like oh, also, also, how about when they do the Sean Taylor statue? And it's just a what the fuck was mannequin. that? What the fuck was it's that? Just a mannequin with a Sean Taylor jersey on. No, 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 no. They could have <laughs> at least done a mannequin. They just put steel bars between like different padding, and then they yeah. were like, "Yeah," and people were just like in shock, like, <laughs> oh "What God, the that's fuck so is so disrespectful?" That's just like 
that's so like Washington Commanders though. Like Dude, that, that might be one of the worst ran organizations in the NFL. Oh yeah, Dan Dan Schneider by far. Dan Schneider. Yeah. By the way, Schneider bottom five name all time. Oh, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Schneider even... doesn't usually do well for people that kind of name. No, no, like who's the who's the Nickelodeon Schneider? Dan Schneider. <laughs> His name's Dan Schneider, bro. He fucked like they're Carly and both, shit. They're both Dan Schneider. Damn. Yeah. I guess they're there's both like a Dan law. Schneider. Oh, wow. That's yeah. gotta be like wow. if your last name is Schneider, do not name your kid Dan. There's a heads up right there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm gonna say the worst you could do is name him Keith, because that just that's like a double whammy. Yo, like Keith that. Lee's the boy though. You need to chill with that. Okay, Keith Lee, but we're talking about Schneider, but like Keith, Keith is Schneider. like a not yeah. And Keith, Keith Schneider, is, yeah, I don't like that either. We're, yeah, we're talking about non-intimidating names. Schneider is definitely number one, but Keith is like in there. Like now, I do seen... like I like the Schneider like pretzel snacks though. Yeah, but that's a, that's all you are. You're just a fucking pretzel. You're you're fr- you're like heated dough. Like, what? Are, Yo, my guy really out here trying pretzels right now. <laughs> I mean, hey, buffalo pretzels are gas. Yeah, no, they're gas. You can only eat so many at a time though. You're a bitch. Oh, sorry. My bad. I don't play video games till six in the morning while sweating, but fucking naked in front of my TV. Is that supposed to be me? Because I definitely yeah. don't do that. <laughs> what? Hold on. I was gonna say that was very hyper specific and not targeted towards me. It sounds like something a Snyder would do. Some <laughs> <laughs> very Snyder uh, uh, behavior right there. Yo, let's rewind a little bit um, to last week. What do you guys think about the new Pro Bowl? What are our thoughts on the the new transition? I was fucking shit. Did you watch all of it? I didn't watch a fucking second yeah, of it. I don't watch that shit. Yeah, I watched it all. I was so fucking high. I was laughing my ass off, dude. Yeah. All right, let me run this down for you. Yeah, they, had, they had long snapper, punter, kicker, tic-tac-toe. They had this giant board with like a tic-tac-toe board. And basically, the long snapper from the NFC would go. Then the long snapper from the AFC would go. And then and they the punter like where it was supposed to go. Yeah, like tic-tac-toe on a yeah. giant board. Then the punters go and the kickers go. None of the punters or the kickers hit the board ever. <laughs> so the long snapper from the AFC just hit it three times in a row. So Coliseum full of people basically just watching this long snapper just fucking launch it at a wall. And How good like, was yeah. he, though? Was it, like, kind of nasty? No, it was from, like, <laughs> 10 yards away. <laughs> what else happened? Um, I saw they had the fucking... Ball. Dodgeball's always good. They've they've had dodgeball for a while. Um, they had a game where they were just tossing balloons back and forth, like a couple of fucking uh, like at a church camp fucking team building activity. That was the only they event I tuned in for. I turned my TV on. I saw them doing the water balloon toss, and I was like, I'm. I don't think I need to see this anymore. I, was like, I saw um, I saw clips of like the lineman drill where they had like like a tug of war-esque kind of thing and like they had to like move the weights off of the thing you know what i'm talking about that was also terrible yeah it didn't look it didn't look that intriguing like, i'd be mad if i paid to go watch that because the wall was two thousand pounds and then they had five thousand pounds of weights on it and so basically you just had to take off all the weights and they're on a bar so it's not heavy you're just fucking sliding weights off yeah and then they just pull the wall NFC, the AFC pulled off all the weights. Uh, that was their strategy to like pull off all the weights before they started pulling the wall. The NFC guys 
fucking rocks for brains for trying to pull the wall with just two guys. It's fucking 10,000 pounds. <laughs> so they lost. They didn't even move the wall. Yeah, they didn't do too well. And then they tried to do something to like match mm. up with the dunk contest. Yeah, I heard that like was a trampoline. How was that? Like the catch contest. It was fucking it was terrible. I, I they jumped like, off a gymnastics like trampoline. The, uh, no way. Yeah. And Stefan like, Diggs. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, finish. No, 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 no. I was gonna say Stefan Diggs fucking uh he did he he did his jump off the trampoline, but like he didn't go like horizontal or anything. He just like jumped through the smoke standing straight up. <laughs> and the smoke got in his eyes so he couldn't see. So everyone's just launching footballs <laughs> at him. <laughs> and he's like <laughs> It's fucking terrible. Um I like the quarterback challenge though. <clears throat> I always think that's fun. We have to like throw certain things to get points. That's always a cool one. Mm, those are always good. How was the flag football game itself? Personally, I like how do it. linemen play in that? They don't. Uh, they don't really. They just, they just get in the way. Yeah, lame. But I mean, the they had like the running backs. Like in regular flag football, the center sort of plays the like yeah, running back there. role because yeah. you can just fucking pitch it to them if you want. But they also had a running back and a center. So, I mean, honestly, I think they should just take the O line out of it, and make the running backs like snap and just fucking. Make something for the O line, D line guys to do. Yeah. You know? Honestly, what I would have done uh, to improve it, you know, when you go as a high schooler, when you go to camps to go to get recruited, they have a lot of like drills set up to like kind of showcase your best abilities. I don't know why they don't do like what they do for the Reese Senior Bowl, where they have the best O linemen take on the best DNs and like one on one drills. It's because these guys don't, dude. It's because they these guys don't want to get hit anymore. Like their season's over. They're they're done. Their bodies are beat. And like that's what that's the whole reason why they stopped doing the the padded game in the first place. These guys that's don't want to do any more hitting and stuff. Like their bodies are beat. That's why I think it should be incentivized. Like the Pro Bowl, there should always be some sort of incentive. I mean, yeah. I understand your point 100%. I think it'd be fun to watch, like, one-on-ones and, like, Oklahoma drills and stuff. But I also understand the fact that the Senior Bowl is, like, 20 to 24-year-olds, and this is, like, 28 to 35-year-olds. You know, it's, like, so just 18 more weeks peak. of football. 18 weeks of football is a lot on their bodies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yet, if you told them to play in the Super Bowl versus a Pro Bowl, like, like they, could, they could probably do it. They're getting paid enough. They could. They could yeah, pop, Zach, no like, shit. Wouldn't you too, bro? Yeah, obviously, but I'm <laughs> yeah, just saying, like, sh- like okay, dumb. no, because look at this. You look at, you look at uh, the MLB. You win All Star Game MVP. You want a fucking car, and they give yeah, you some money, and no they give you a- contact. I can go swing my bat three times and then play every day of the fucking week. I can't go a and pitcher get fucking- still, a pitcher's still getting taxed. He's throwing His arm's what? Still getting He's taxed. throwing He's three still- batters. He's throwing three batters, maybe four. You're acting like that's not taxing on bro, your arm. Like, dude, it, it's the physicalness, Zach. It's the physicalness. Bro, they can handle little one-on-one drills. It's practice. It's you do it. In, you do it in practice. Tyler, Tyler, chime in, chime in. What are we talking about here? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think. Uh, I mean, they're not going to allow contact. I mean, the one of the best fucking. One of the best things from the Pro Bowl was they had Brian Burns and Miles Garrett do like an obstacle course. That was sick, but Miles Garrett dislocated his toe. Guarantee we'll never see that obstacle course segment yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. God forbid so. they have some fun and get a little hurt once in a while. You know? <laughs> God, you sound like a fucking grandpa from Vietnam right now, bro. Like, 
Back in my day, we didn't even play with pads. Get the <laughs> yeah, fuck out of here. Nah. We didn't need them. We didn't need them. Uh, bro. A grandpa from Vietnam sounds like... <laughs> My yeah, bad. but regardless, regardless, <laughs> even if you don't want to do contact, you can tell me you do. You can do one on one with receivers uh, and DBs. That's no, not no, contact. No, no, yeah, yeah, you could do that. You could do that without pads. Yeah, they did do one on one. That was just, that was basically the flag football game. Nah, yeah. nah, but like real ones, real like, ones, like five like, second like, rounds, yeah. like yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. some real shit yeah. right there. Quarterback, they had the they had the skills competition where they like threw it at targets, where somehow Tyler Huntley won that shit. So I, don't I think it's funny. Um. No one's really talking about how Derek Carr's last football game as a Raider on the Raiders field was a flag football game and he fucking choked. A lot <laughs> of people are talking about that. That's a pretty good ending. Uh, yeah. What about um what about Tyler Huntley starting two games and making the fucking Pro Bowl? I think the I mean he did what, he, he did well in the quarterback challenge. He's good at hitting those targets. Dude, he got in over two uh. Well, two is like, isn't he like in a wheelchair or something? <laughs> yeah, but still, he should have gotten the vote. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Look, I, I'm so against fan voting only, and like, I'm. It's not saying fans shouldn't have a voice, but like, I, like, fans should be involved in order to pick like backup players and like alternatives, like Pro Bowl festivities, but. Like the issue is, is we get down towards the end of players' career, and they start attributing, um, like Pro Bowls towards accolades. You can't, you can't do that if it's fan voted because they just treat it like a fucking joke. Like there's so many. Go- it's a popularity contest yeah. more than a skills contest. And you got a point there. Exactly. Like if you, if Tyler Huntley retires and we're like, let's say he ends up having a decent to good like career, and he somehow people bring up, like, his Pro Bowl, like, statistics along with, like, oh, he's, like, a, like, when they talk about Tom Brady, they're, like, oh, he's, like, a 14-time Pro Bowler. I'm, like, dude, there were some years he didn't even. I got you. Are the uh, D'Amelio twins 18 yet? <laughs> nice. Way to, way to start. Are we recording? Are we back recording? <laughs> Are we back recording? Yeah, that might be a back that right. might be a top five return uh, to the podcast of all time. That's going in the blooper reel. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. That is easily a blooper reel. Um, no, but how how old are they? <laughs> Actually, you guys don't know off the top of your head. Just checking. No, Just let's get sure. back. Let's get back to some uh, some NFL football. My bad. Um, what we talked about? We talked about the Pro Bowl. I don't remember. Is there, is there anything else we didn't mean to hit on the head? Um, I did hear that, um, Roger Goodell just threw Russell Wilson under the bus. Uh, this is outside of his charity shit, but he threw him under the bus saying, yeah, uh, Russell Wilson was the one to give me the idea of flag football for the Pro Bowl. And then everyone just immediately started shitting on him. Yeah. Also, he tried to say that officiating is the best it's ever been. (laughs) Yeah. Like, how can you be so like, like unaware of what? your fans perceive of your product that you have the balls to go out and say that shit. Like, do you enjoy, I think he gets off on getting booed during the draft night. Like when he goes out there and they like boo him, I think he's just like, Oh yeah. He's like, Oh, I went to the draft last year. I booed the fuck out of him. Yeah. I think he gets off on it. So I think you should like, he likes it. He smiles. He's like, Oh yeah. yeah, Boo boo me. That's his adrenochrome right there, bro. 
Yeah, I think you should like do a little mind mind fuckery, and you should like give him one little cheer. You're like, I love you, Goodell. Yeah, no, no. What if what if one year he came out and everyone starts like clapping and going like happy? He just starts crying. Yeah, no, it's dead silent, and just one person like slips. Nah, he withers away like Thanos. Snap, he just fucking vanishes, just dies like on the field. They're like, fuck. Who takes his place? Yo, actually, speaking of the draft, who would you guys say, um, from your knowledge, are your in any order, your top three most pro-ready guys entering the draft? Will Anderson. Yeah, I think Will Anderson's my number one as well, easily. Um, fuck, who's that Georgia D-line linebacker? Uh, Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter. Yeah, Jalen Carter. Oh, dude, he's such he's a dog. He's a fucking beast. Uh, he's my number two. And number three, I'm gonna say Bijan Robinson. I think he's just the oh, most yeah. like put together. I think he's just the most put together running back. He's got a complete skill set. And you know, when I say pro ready, I just feel like you're not gonna improve any more from playing in college. Like you're gonna you're not gonna get anything more out of the college experience. Um, and you know, running backs only have a certain shelf life. So I definitely like to see him, uh, put some numbers up early in the league. I don't know where he'd go per se. Um, I don't know teams that are in any immediate need of running back help off the top of my head, but yeah, I definitely would like to see him. on. I like the three that you named. I'm going to name my three. Um, I'm just going to do a a different three than you had just to have it. I'm going to go with Notre Dame tight end, Michael Mayer. I think tight end wise, mm, he's, he's extremely physical. He has all the tools. He can block. He can he can run with the ball. He can catch. Like he has the basic necessities to be a great tight end. He kind of carried their offense this year. Um, I'm also uh, gonna go with Jamie Robinson, the safety from Florida State. I think he mm. showed himself in the Senior Bowl, and he showed himself that he's one of the best safeties in this draft overall. And my number three, hmm. oh, I Elijah Higgins, I was there. Yeah. My number three, I'm probably – give me – honestly, I'm going to get some hate for this. Give me Miles Hyatt, wide receiver out of Tennessee. I think all this mm. Marvin Smith Jr. stuff is getting – Jalen Hyatt. Jalen Hyatt. Jalen Hyatt, excuse me. Who's the Ohio State kid that you're talking about over there? Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, he, uh... I, think, I think he's good, but I, I think – you guys don't understand how, like, fucking high-powered offense Tennessee's offense was this year. Marvin Harrison Jr. is a freshman. He still has to play. No, here's the other one. There's another Ohio State receiver coming out. Jackson Jackson Smith and Jigbo. Yeah, yeah. I think that uh, he's very good, but I think Miles Hyatt was such a extremely used part in that high-powered offense of Tennessee that it made guys like Hendon Hooker and it made Josh Hupel, it made them look better as a coach and player than they were just because of how he was able to be such a home run impact in every game, not just one game, all of them. Yeah. I, um, I'll let Tyler go after this, uh, real quick, but, uh, the only reason I don't view Jalen Hyatt, um, as high as I view other receivers is when I look over, um, what he did for Tennessee. He's an outstanding player. I'm not taking anything away from him. I, I think he'd be a great value in addition to any team too. But the way I view him is I think his speed is very good for the level he plays at the collegiate level. I think it just, when it transfers to the pro level, I think guys are just a little bit faster and can kind of play more evenly with him. But when I look at players like Jackson Smith and Jigba, or even another Ohio State um, receiver in, in, in Buka, you know, guys like that. Also, Quentin Johnson. You know, Quentin Johnson is another guy that people are high on now. Yeah, but even Steve Smith Jr., he's like, when you watch his film, though, he goes, he has 
half his plays are you're like, oh my God, like this guy's our first round all pro player. Like you want to draft him right away. And the other 50% is like, this guy can't even do the basics correctly. So I don't want him on my team. So, I mean, a lot of guys are just kind of hitting with hit or miss, you know, Hyatt, he has, does the fundamentals, right. But his, his route tree doesn't like blow me away. Like he doesn't like, he's not very quick transitions um, in his breaks. You know, he's got outstanding breakaway speed. So as a deep threat, he'd be great for, for guys like with cannon arms, which is the league is kind of translating to like, if he went to the bills, I think he'd be a uh, outstanding number two or number three uh, alongside Stephon Diggs. But I, I feel like wide receivers, receivers are so hard, dude, because like, you, you can have it all, and it's not always dependent on you. You can have a shitty quarterback. You can have a shitty offensive line. You can have a shitty offensive coordinator, shitty schemes. Like, I feel like it's so hard to be a wide receiver and succeed because it's not like you don't fully control your destiny. Where, like, a quarterback and running back, you kind of do a little more. Yeah, that's what kind of blows my mind. Is like Steve Smith was the only guy to say that Cooper Cup was the yeah, best guy right? in his draft class. Yeah. And that's like, that blows my mind because, like, watching him, like, nothing like really blew me away. Is I'm just like, yeah, this guy like just does it. He was a possession receiver in college. Yeah, but like just, nothing he does really like blows you away. But like you look at guys like CD Lamb um, and Jerry Judy, like they they were so clear ahead of the rest of the receivers in their draft class. Yeah. They were unbelievable. But um, yeah, Tyler, let's, let's hear Tyler's yeah. top three guys pro ready going in the draft. Uh, well, you guys always already said like Jalen Carter and Will Anderson. Those guys are pretty obvious. They're probably the top two guys I'd say um, for my picks. But uh, just to name guys that you haven't said, I'm probably going to go Kelly Ringo from Georgia, cornerback. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was a de- I was a defensive lineman, so I'll say Miles Murphy from Clemson. Mm-hmm. And I'll say Peter Skoronsky, Northwestern offensive tackle. Yeah, that kid's gross. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that kid. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a big boy. Huge. He's huge, and his feet move very fast. Mm-hmm. I, I wish I had, like, a way to judge offensive linemen more accordingly because, like, for me, like, I'm just not – I've never been a big guy at any point in my life, so I've never been able to – I don't know, dude. I, I did it <clears throat> I did it last year for Booger. I, I did, like, a breakdown for the top offensive tackles. It's not that hard if you find their film. It, it, you don't watch the game. You find, like, the game film that's designated for them it's a lot easier than you think it is when you watch it as a game overall it's a lot harder to see what they're doing but when you watch like the northwestern's film they'll focus on him and it's way yeah. easier to see how he's doing play by play yeah it probably is because what pisses me off is like really the only way you can watch film these days and i think the nfl would gain so much more out of this but the only way you can watch film from all angles through the nfl is you have to be a subscriber to um i think it's like all nfl or like nfl something it's like all nfl something but it's a seventy-five dollar uh, subscription. Like it's Get not the cheap. Fuck out of here. Yeah, like it's not cheap. But like then again, like if you're a diehard fan, like that's the shit you want. Like you want to be able to break down film. You want to take that next step. Like that's what you kind of need. So you know, it's on. Un- I feel like it's a little unfair um, to the average fan, as I view myself. So because like I would like the chance to sit down and actually break down film from time to time. But you know, I got to take what's given to me or what's available, and I don't really have that easily accessible. So that sucks, but. You know, for these other players, it's kind of like easy to tell. Like you could just see, like, yeah, that guy passed the eye test. Like, I don't really have to do much more outside of that. So, I also think all those alignment are so underappreciated, dude. Always, especially when you're in like middle school and high school. Those kids are grinding, and people only care about like the flashy wide receivers and DBs and running backs. Like, there, let's give some love to our fucking O linemen, bro. Those yeah. are some dogs. They get the most injuries and shit, and like they don't fucking complain. 
And they they eat the most calories. calories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just be housing yeah. all, all day. Shout all out the linemen, bro. Shout out the linemen. I love Shout out linemen. calories, bro. Shout out calories. Big, big facts. But yeah, that's everything I have uh, in regards of football and Super Bowl wise, personally. Um, anything you guys want to add? Sprinkle on top, real quick. Uh, I was just going to say, O linemen definitely are probably the best lovers. But one of the storylines at the Super Bowl is that, you know, Kansas City Chiefs, seventh most, I think, in pressures. And we have a. Pretty sure it's a historically, I think the Eagles defense has the third most sacks in NFL history. Mm-hmm. I think this season, I think at like 78 or so. Damn. So, I mean, that's going to, they might, that might be the, uh, the deciding factor of the game considering, you know, Mahomes isn't going to be too mobile. So I agree. Yeah, watch it. You say, we say this now in the pregame warm ups, he's going to be doing backflips. Yeah. <laughs> he'll probably be, he'll probably be fine. They yeah. say he's fine. Yeah. Um, I would like right before we leave, I would like to know, Tyler, is there any way we can find any of your content? Check you out. When's the next time you're performing? If you know if or at all, we'd love to give you a watch or shout out. Yeah. Uh you can find me on Instagram at Ty Pete T Y P E T E comedy on Instagram. Uh I haven't been I haven't been doing comedy recently because I'm uh, quite poor at the moment, looking for a new job. Same here, brother. But uh, yeah, but uh, you know, trying to move to New York City this summer. Hopefully, that'll happen. Um, if not, probably Chicago, somewhere around there. Uh, I have a podcast called The Alpha Regiment that we just started with my friend, uh, my friend Brady. Not for the faint of heart. Just improvised comedy. Uh, don't listen if you're like homophobic or anything, because we say a lot of like gay stuff. Uh, nice. Cause, Hell cause yeah. We're, we're yeah, we're allies. Uh, oh, yeah, for the LGBTQ community. So, facts. Oh, yeah, Grace, that's it. Anything? Episode seventy three, Super Bowl. What Super Bowl is this? Um, fifty seven. Fifty seven. Yeah. yeah. Go birds. It's the old. That's the age of the milf. Zach Wilson fucked. <laughs>